0: Open Source Intelligence, or OSINT, has been something of a stepchild for the intelligence community. Now a group of former intelligence leaders are trying to change that. They're forming a new OSINT foundation to help elevate the tradecraft, establish standards, and build a stronger community around open source. For more, Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday spoke with two of the foundation's founders, Barbara Alexander and Elliot Jardines.
1: The OSINT Foundation is a professional organization that will launch on Monday, August first. It is a nonprofit 501c3 organization that has been established to support the OSINT practitioner community, specifically those individuals who do open source intelligence for the intelligence community primarily. We welcome people from academia and industry as well, but our focus is to help professionalize the OSINT discipline for those people who are working on it across the intelligence community.
0: Got it. And Elliot, why is this coming together now here in August of 2022? OSINT seems to be having a bit of a moment. Is that kind of, is it kind of tied to that or why is this coming together now? Well, this has been a long-term effort uh, on our part. Uh, Barbara and I worked together at the Department of Homeland Security a number of years ago, um, and we had many discussions with regards to th- the need for uh, a professional association to help advance the discipline. We actually began the OSINT Foundation a couple years ago, uh, but with the pandemic all of the challenges uh, with that. It took a long time to get uh, the uh, State Corporation Commission to give us our charter and the uh, Internal Revenue Service to get us that 501c3. So part of it has been simply the the complexities of dealing with the post-COVID uh, environment. But uh, the, the other issue, I think the, the driving force uh, has been that there is still a lack of maturity in the discipline in the sense that, you know, if you were interviewing someone about uh, human intelligence or human, and they talked about humint, you probably would shorten that interview quite a bit. Right? <laughs> if you were talking to someone about signals intelligence and they kept referring to it as sigint, uh, likewise, right? So every profession has a jargon. It's its own jargon. And um, one example of where we have some ways to go with open source is just the pronunciation, right? So other disciplines don't have three pronunciations, but you tend to hear people mention it as OSINT, OZINT, or OSINT. Right? And I like to joke that OSINT is the type of intelligence exploitation. <clears throat> that the munchkins did on the <laughs> yellow brick road to determine how many flying monkeys the Wicked Witch of the West had, right? That's, uh, that's emblematic of some of the, the problems, right? It's OSINT with a soft S. Um, the discipline has many things like that that are still somewhat in flux. There's a lot of discussion about what's the right definition for open source? Well, we don't have those discussions in any of the other intelligence disciplines because they're codified in law. And it comes as a big surprise to a lot of people that OSINT definition is codified in law, Hmm. and it's codified in public law 109-153. And when did that come into law? It was around 2006, 2007. Okay. So right around the time you were establishing the the open source center at at DNI, if I'm not mistaken. It's 2005 is when the DNI Open Source Center was, uh, was established. It was just a little bit after that. Okay. Um, and uh, it was an effort on the Hill led by uh, Congressman Rob Simmons uh, of uh, the Second Congressional District in Connecticut. And so he worked that into the defense authorization bill. That definition is codified in law. Um, and there's discussions uh, right now. The Hill has asked the ODNI, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, and the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security, USDI, to propose a new definition for open source. But in the interim, there is a legal definition for open source intelligence. And so we have seen lots recently, lots of studies opinions with regards to open source. And some some of the reason we established the foundation is the frustration of having folks who have no background in open source speak for the open source community. A number of studies have been done. uh, And uh, no one would dream of doing a study on signals intelligence or human intelligence and not include people who actually have experience doing it, but yet somehow... Other people who don't have experience with open source seem to feel like it's appropriate for them to to speak on behalf of the community. Got it. Well, OSIN Foundation—it's been kind of around under the under kind of in the shadows, I guess, for a couple of years, and now you're out in the open. You know, what should we expect to see from you now that you're kind of out there you're here in the weeks and months ahead?
1: Well, we have four committees that. Are being filled by OSINT practitioners and they will be rolled out in 30 days and then another 30 days so it's going to take a while part of that again is to do a few things well and then expand to the next and we start with the practitioner committee We've talked about them a lot because they are the, the subject matter experts The committees are capped at uh, seven people so that they are true working organizations. And we say that if you are one of the seven people on the practitioner committee, we consider you to be one of the seven subject matter experts in the nation on open source. And then moving to tradecraft and resources and policy and finally to certification. You're going to be seeing, hopefully, the building blocks as we move to implement the mission statement of elevating the discipline and professionalizing it. Over time, we expect to have a newsletter and ultimately a professional journal. I think that's scheduled for next year to launch. And, you know, recognition. There are other great organizations that we're both members of that, you know, have the the yearly great big event where they recognize somebody who's, you know, got lifetime achievement in intelligence and wonderful, you know, black tie event and good food and lots of camaraderie. And uh, so we we will be seeing things like that over time.
0: Elliot Jardines and Barbara Alexander from the new OSINT Foundation speaking with Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Check out Justin's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
2: Hello, I'm WIPA CEO Shane Canfield, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Lessons in Leadership. I'm honored to be joined by Angie Bailey, founder and CEO of Anunda Life. Angie has a remarkable career in public service, beginning as a GS2 clerk typist with the Social Security Administration. And over the next 40 years, Angie steadily worked her way up through the government, ultimately becoming the Chief Human Capital Officer at the Department of Homeland Security. It's been recognized with presidential rank awards by two administrations for leadership, innovation, dedication, and commitment to the country. Angie, thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you, Shane. What a pleasure to be here.
2: Angie, you've made quite a name for yourself as a leader in the federal workforce. Who was the first person you remember looking up to as a leader, and what about them inspired you?
3: you know, I often think about this because, you know, sometimes we think of the people that we look up to the most as being somebody that throughout our career has you know, been at the highest levels and all. But I, you know, I've got to go back to honestly, whenever I was 10 years old. And uh, I remember I really wanted to play Little League play Baseball on a boys team. I was the only girl. And interestingly, it was the women who would keep saying to me that, no, I couldn't play. And then one day, whenever I was there to sign up yet again, uh, there was this guy, his name was Delbert Beiser.
2: Tell us a little bit more about your background from the beginning and, and how did that lead you to where you are today?
3: Well.